Truth Still Matters, episode number nine. Come one, come all. Welcome to the Catholic Podcast. Truth Still Matters. The human person is made for truth. Despite this dictatorship of relativism, we breathe every day. This podcast exists in the stream of the new evangelization championed by Pope John Paul the Great and continue with Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI and Pope Francis. We will have the opportunity to learn and reflect on the timeless truths revealed by God and deposited in the Catholic Church. If you're looking for apologetics or theology that can be applied to your life right now, you've found a new home. Stop drowning in the world of opinion and embrace yourselves for truth still matters. Peace and blessings. By God's grace and mercy, we've made it back together once again for another episode of Truth Still Matters. You and I know from the last podcast that Jesus Christ calls us to make a decision. He is either Lord of our lives or he's some type of bad man. I believe that he is Lord of the universe. And if you're watching this vodcast, you probably believe it too. The question is this, how do you and I get incorporated into Christ? How do you and I begin a relationship with Jesus Christ? Are you born again? Stay tuned. Guess what? If you've been baptized, then you are born again. Now, I know that might sound shocking. And you might even find yourself disagreeing right now. But do me a favor, hang on, and this podcast will describe and explain why being baptized is the Bible way of being born again. The place to start has to be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus, the God-man, the Lord of all creation, the Word, the Alpha and Omega, he was baptized. From that point alone, we can gain the necessity of baptism. We have to be baptized. Jesus was. It doesn't get any more simpler than that. He was baptized. He was baptized by John the Baptist. Now, Jesus did not have to be baptized. 
He didn't. But the scripture tells us he was baptized in order to fulfill all righteousness. And we learn several things from Jesus' baptism. This was a way that he was numbered among sinners. His baptism anticipates his passion and death. Later on in the scripture, he describes his suffering that he will endure as a kind of baptism. And what happens in the Jordan at the baptism of Jesus? We have a kind of theophany, a special manifestation of God. And not just of God, his inner unity, his inner nature, his inner identity, the Trinity. We have Jesus being the second person of the Trinity in the water. We have the Holy Spirit descending upon him in the form of a dove. And we have the voice of the Father exclaiming his pleasure with his Son. We have the presence of the Trinity revealed at Jesus' baptism. And why is that the case? We are informed that when we get baptized, that same Trinity is infused in you and I. See, Jesus didn't have to be baptized, but he baptized in order to become the source of the Holy Spirit for you and I. Jesus' baptism sanctifies the waters for our baptisms. See, baptism is more than just a symbol. And the scripture testifies to the fact that a real change happens as a result of baptism. Listen, St. Hilary says this, Everything that happened to Christ lets us know that after the bath of water, the Holy Spirit swoops down upon us from high heaven and that adopted by the Father's voice, we become sons of God. Baptism is effective. It does something. It's efficacious. Look at Mark. Mark says that he who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Baptism is effective. It's not just an outward sign that communicates a change that has happened on the inside independent of baptism. No, indeed, baptism was instituted by Christ himself. See, baptism is not the work of men. Baptism, and all the sacraments for that matter, is the work of God in us. Look at what 1 Peter 3 tells us. 1 Peter 3 says this, Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you. This is effective. It does something in our lives. A sacrament is an efficacious sign, which is what? A sign that not only points to something, but brings about what it points to. What does baptism point to? It obviously points to our unification to Christ's death. As it says in Romans, that when we're baptized, we're baptized into his death so that we might rise to new life. 
And that baptism is a union with Christ's death in a very real way that we might be united with his resurrection. Baptism is effective in you. It's effective in me. It opens the door to being a partaker in the divine life. It's because of baptism that you and I can cry out, Abba, Father. We become children of God. And baptism has been prepared for. There are prefigurations of baptism in the Old Covenant. Look at Noah. Noah and his household, they were saved through water. First Peter tells us this. Look at Moses. God was chose Moses to save the chosen people through the Red Sea, the parting of the Red Sea. Once again, salvation through water. And Joshua, as he led the people across the Jordan River into the promised land, again, they are saved into the promised land through the waters of the Jordan River. Now, the promised land in the Old Testament was a physical piece of land. But that's a kind of symbol for the true promised land, which is heaven itself. And you and I get to that promised land through the waters, not of the Jordan River, not of the Red Sea, but of the waters of baptism. Again, in the Old Testament, in Ezekiel, there's a prophecy. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all of your uncleanness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. I'm going to give you a new heart and I will put my spirit within you, which will enable you to walk and observe my statutes. See, baptism is what enables us to live on that next level, to be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect. We are made partakers of a divine life. Baptism gives us sanctifying grace. And again, this is not our work. And the only reason that, the that sacraments are effective is because of the death and resurrection of Jesus. See, the death and resurrection of Jesus, that's the engine behind the sacraments. And the sacraments is what dispense the grace won on Calvary to you and I today in the 21st century. Look at the New Testament. John 3. This recounts Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born anew, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus asks, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he re-enter a second time into his mother's womb? And Jesus responded as follows. Unless one is born of water and the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. This is a reference to water baptism. The fathers were unanimous in interpreting John 3, 3 through 5 as a reference to baptism. Later on, in the context of the same chapter, we see, guess what taking place? Baptisms. Baptism is the Bible way of being born again. There's no doubt about it. This doesn't take away from the work that was done for us on Calvary. It is what presents it to you and I. 
Baptism changes us. We become new creations in Christ. See, you and I become adopted children when the Spirit is poured out in baptism. Yes, baptism is necessary for salvation. Now, if you recall, I said normally necessary. The church has always seen that salvation is tied to the sacraments. But God is not. See, God is merciful and he is not bound to his sacraments. He can save in any way he wants to save. And the church has recognized that. We have a baptism of desire for those who wanted to be baptized but didn't have the opportunity. What about those who died for their faith? The church recognizes their baptism as a kind of martyrdom or baptism of blood. Okay? These are ways of being united to Christ. But those don't take away from the necessity, the normative necessity of being baptized. You and I, let's reflect on this great gift that we've received in baptism. And how this great gift has to be fanned, has to be cultivated every day. It's not enough for you and I to just depend on, you know what, I was baptized back in the day and now I'm home free. We are not home free. We have to pick up our crosses every day. We have to say yes to the Lord every day as it says in the Our Father. Give us this day our daily bread. I can't depend. You can't depend on the bread that we ate yesterday or the bread that we're going to eat tomorrow. We've got to eat right now. And we've got to grow in the graces that we've, re that we've received in baptism. It's not an easy journey, but it is possible when we unite ourselves to Christ and when we move in the power and person of the Holy Spirit. Let's spread this good news. This might be the first time you're hearing about this. You may have been under the impression that being born again was simply accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. That is a very important thing, and we're called to do that. But see, we are saved by grace. Okay, we are saved by grace. There's nothing that we can do on our own to deserve that. And as babies, we cannot respond to Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but he doesn't hold that against us. Baptism is a means through which babies come into communion with God. Why should they be denied simply because they can't uh, confess with their mouths and believe in their heart that Jesus is Lord? Salvation is truly a gift. And baptism is a kind of circumcision, Paul tells us. It's a circumcision of the heart. Now, you and I know that circumcision was the entry right into the Old Testament people. And they were circumcised when they got old enough to know about Yahweh. No, they were circumcised on the eighth day. Now, baptism, which supersedes the old, where we get circumcised by the heart, a spiritual act, why should we wait till we're older when in the Old Testament they were admitted into the covenant people at eight days? The New Testament supersedes, goes beyond the old. And so that's why we baptize babies. Why? Because we want them to have access to grace. Why should we wait? Do we wait to feed babies? Do you find yourself saying, you know what, they may not like this formula, so we're going to wait until they get old enough so they can choose their own formula. If we do that, they will die. 
If that's true on the natural realm, how much more is it true in the supernatural? We have to feed everyone. And that's what the church does. Again, this is not our works. This is God working in us. The true ministers of baptism and all the sacraments is Christ himself. But he uses human instruments. Thank the Lord for baptism. If you're a Catholic and you're watching this episode, next time you enter a church, when you make the sign of the cross with the holy water, remember that you've been baptized, that that unites you to Jesus' death and resurrection, that you've become a child of God, and now we have to walk in it. We have to think of the things of above and not the mundane things. Baptism means something, and it means something to you and I every day. And if this is the first time you're hearing about this, if this is the first time you're hearing about the efficacy of baptism. Hey, don't just write it off. Take a look at it. Look at the scriptures that were presented because we're called to be totally faithful to everything that Jesus Christ revealed. And we do that by being faithful to the sacred scripture united with the tradition that goes back 2,000 years. Take care and may God bless you all the days of your life. Amen. Going out outside across the battle lines Great victory demands great sacrifice Who will give the life for the body of Christ There he stands, just a boy trying to be the man And his family doesn't quite understand That we can give it all away for the sake of the plan And even when his friends diss him He hear the voice say, son, listen, you've been given the mission Calling supernatural, he's caught in between The vision of the kingdom and American dream But that comes secondary, any means necessary Pray to stay faithful and realize his destiny Funny, even as a kid he could picture it Born to be different, born to make a difference Nobody's fool can see through the ignorance A room full of tools, he's trying to be an instrument Every day he wakes up, trying to keep his face up They trying to bring him down, he's got his head in the cloud Now he's trying to be a man, now his faith to make him stand out Be another face in the crowd His grace is enough, and the going's getting tough And they're calling all his luck, yo, the time is now Are you mad enough to answer the call? They came together strangers and left forever friends Started off as boys and left a few good men They were called by name from humble beginnings And set apart by grace and made into fishermen Fishes of men, beautiful witnessing Of what it means to do this in remembrance Remembrance, what remembrance? Mm. To do this in remembrance Time has arrived, his body to the floor